It all started with the hypnotist. Stubbing her cigarette out on the stoop and shuffling it awkwardly in her pocket, since there was no butt hut to stuff the stinking thing in, Carney headed through a glass door marked with the name Michael Schomer, hypnotist. Lose weight now. Stop smoking. Michael can help you, was scrawled in cursive letters larger than his name. Why would a man who supposedly helps people stop smoking not have a butt hut in front of his building? She assumed half of his patients, at least before they visited him, were smokers. She honestly didn't believe hypnotism would work. Somewhere online she'd read that those who were set in their ways or strong enough in character couldn't be hypnotized. But after her uncle had died from years of smoking, her mother had gotten her a gift card for one free session. She had nothing to lose. She'd start the new year off right without spending a dime of her own money. And about a hundred dollars a month to gain. Smoking was an expensive habit. After checking in with the receptionist, perkier than the law should allow so early in the morning, was there a factory somewhere pounding out people with joker-fake smiles and cheery dispositions? Carney found a seat in the modern, comfortable waiting area and began checking her email on her phone. The worst thing that could come out of this whole hypnotism mumbo-jumbo is a story idea, right? The nurse called her name, and she followed her while continuing to hammer out a reply to an editor she had worked with for years. She entered a room, hung in velvets and sparkle. Such a jarring difference from the modern facade of the elegant waiting room, she dropped her phone. As she scrambled to pick it up, a pair of shining black shoes came into view. Her gaze followed up the line of dark jeans hugging firm, masculine legs that tempted her to reach out and touch. Spending too long considering his impressive package, she wondered if he was really that endowed or if he padded his, er, bits. Face flushed with embarrassment, she shot the rest of the way up, almost toppling on her stylish, if knockoff, heels. Her head only came to his chest. A fine chest it was, too, with shoulders at least twice as broad as her own and arms thicker than her thighs. Again, embarrassed to be caught ogling him, she tilted her head back. He had the most fascinating face she had ever seen. Strong, dusted with hair no razor could ever fully tame. The eyes that met hers were a striking gray almost metallic. Holy fucking man-candy. Clearing her throat and wishing she could clear her blush as easily, she tried for a smile, although it came out a little sickly around the edges. Her pulse pounded, and liquid warmth turned her body into a keg of lust, primed to ignite. Miss Sabatina, I'm Dr. Mike Schomer. His sexy voice matched the rest of the package. She'd researched once that men who have deeper voices have more testosterone than other men, and women were prone to finding them more attractive. Whether from testosterone or melted chocolate, the timber of his voice rumbled across her flesh, leaving goosebumps in its wake. Her throat had gone dry, and she darted her tongue out to moisten her lips in a mostly futile move.
She nodded at him slowly. Where is all this uncharacteristic lusting coming from? Have I become so much of a hermit lately that the first attractive man I meet suddenly turns my panties into a moist mess? Oblivious to her completely inappropriate sexual fantasizing, he gestured to a couch set in a sea of velvet, dangling from the ceiling and tenting around it, creating a secluded spot just right for... Stop it. Telling herself to quit picturing him naked wasn't helping, but she had to try. If you will have a seat. Nodding again, somewhat frantically, she plopped with an unladylike thump on the couch. He sat beside her, his heat beckoning her to curl into it. Per the notes from your call and the forms you filled out online, you are here to stop smoking. <laughs>